While we're discussing uh, stupid facts about Will, I think it should also be noted he he also he doesn't drive. He, he also wets his bed. Just <laughs> so this is what this is what happens during the podcast. Yeah. I, haven't had a, I haven't had a chance to, to screen any of our podcast. These these haven't been posted. I assume. This is the last one. <laughs> this, is, this is definitely the last one. Welcome to episode four of the Daily Caller podcast. I'm Vince Colonnese. I'm joined again by Jamie Weinstein and Taylor Bigler in-house. And now we also, and Will Ron, who debuted yesterday, and not enough of you voted in the comment section, so he's still on the podcast. And, I believe uh, there were zero votes. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wonder why. And we're also joined by the Daily Caller's editor-in-chief and King Puba. uh, I'm here merely in an oversight position. I don't. I don't plan to speak. <laughs> Hopefully, he returns frequently in an oversight position. Uh, welcome. And today, big news out of today is that the shocking moment was that Jim Dement from South Carolina, classic Tea Party senator, sort of uh, led the led the movement in a lot of ways, is leaving the Senate and he's headed to the Heritage Foundation, which has sort of been kind of like a traditional conservative warehouse, right? It's not exactly. The Tea Party group, but Demint's going there, and he's going to be the head of the group now. Well, it's the biggest of all conservative think tanks. It's one of the oldest, probably one of the most effective, to the extent think tanks are effective. And it's certainly the most lucrative. The departing head uh, reportedly makes over a million dollars a year. Um, and so, it, you know, it's probably not a crazy choice for Senator Demint. No. Who was, as Jamie noted earlier today, the fourth poorest U.S. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically a Marxist when I look at these things. Is everything's motivated by money. Uh, he was he's basically almost has zero dollars to his name. Uh, is now going to become instantly a millionaire. Uh, I guess there's two ways to look at this. One is that, you know, congratulations to free market in a way that, you know, make money. On the other hand, he did, was in office, used his office to get this position. It's not necessarily, you know, the great American entrepreneurial story. Right, for uh, a tax-exempt so, organization. Right, yeah. so, so, so I mean... You can you can look at it either way. Good for him, or another example of someone using Washington to to you know serve and then make a ton of money by lobbying or whatever he's doing over there. Yeah, I guess I've wondered my my, my thing. The first thing I did when I heard Demint is the guy who's going over there was Google uh, what his positions are on defense, right? Because just like because Heritage is sort of known for its very like hawkish position on defense spending, but Demint is actually not. Demint has like some elements of him, I guess, where, where he says, hey, look, defense spending should be on the table. We should be examining how we make these cuts. So I think, won't that be kind of like interesting, how whether or not Demint influences whether Heritage takes a like, kind of a... Communist term. A more critical perspective on how we do well, any, defense spending. Well, let me just say, I mean, anybody who says at the beginning of the conversation we can't examine defense is a moron. I mean, you can be, for a strong national defense, you can have a, a neoconservative worldview... You can be for invading Iraq. You can be for and but and still acknowledge that every government expenditure ought to be examined, right. and so you really have to be a know nothing, right? To to say that nothing should be examined, that nothing like. should be on the table. Yeah. I mean, come on. And if uh, you know, if they do, Vince, as I think you're kind of hinting at it, if Heritage now kind of switches their position, this would not be the first time Heritage has switched their uh, position on something. Because of course, the individual mandate that they came up with. Uh, Helped implement Romney Care up in Massachusetts, and Jim and Dement uh, endorsed Mitt Romney back when he was touting Romney Care in 2007. Was an advisor to the campaign. Yeah, and I mean, I think uh, Matt Lewis had, the, I think, the very in- insight uh, on this pick is that his greatest legacy, Jim Dement, is is a lot of the senators are now that in the Senate that he endorsed early, Marco Rubio, Rand Paul. 
uh, you know, he, he was influential in that way uh, in picking these kind of, you know, conservative uh, upstarts who didn't look like they were necessarily going to win uh, uh, their races in 2010 uh, and ended up winning and are now quite influential. A lot of them are the leading contenders for the 2016 presidential race. Well, sure. I mean, Demin's a hero to conservatives, and, and for good reason. A, a free thinker. I'm not too many free thinkers in the Senate who are also at the same time relevant. Free thinkers in the Senate tend to be the guy mumbling to himself <laughs> in the corner, and I, th- I think Dominus staked out some courageous positions, whether you agree with him or not, and he is, I think, a legitimate maverick in the Senate. And it paves the way for Al- Alvin Green to finally get his shot. Finally. That's right. Uh, just in the Senate. Time. Uh, Dominus started the recession, for, just so everybody knows. But with all of uh, Jim Dominus' good work over the years, I think we can all be happy that Dement is taking it to the bank. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I get it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Will. Thank you. Will's contribution. He has that written down in front of him. Remember, remember, remember to vote under the column about Will. Vote under the column. Leave a comment and vote. Uh, be free with your opinions. He's a, he's a grown adult, uh, and we will listen to what you say. It's, it's good to be here, Jim. <laughs> uh, in other news, okay, by the way, this, this podcast is way more serious than all the other ones. I don't know if it's because Tucker's here or because it's, we're talking about... It's because Tucker's here. Because we're talking about <laughs> Sorry. otherwise serious issues, which you wouldn't think that would happen, we're right? We're trying to impress our Based boss. on our editorial meetings, that doesn't seem like that would be the, the case, but mm-hmm. anyway... Uh, also, Taylor Bigler's here, as I mentioned, and she wrote about something today that's fascinating, and it's that John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John are back together yet again to produce one of the world's worst Christmas videos. Um, it's absolutely terrible, and the only way I can really ex- explain it, I mean, I wish we could show it to you, because it's... it's we can. If you go to dailycaller.com, well, <laughs> yeah. you can actually see the video. You can watch Sorry, it. what's that URL again? <laughs> H-T-T-P yeah. colon... Okay. Forward slash. All right. Forward slash. Okay. We got thedc.com we actually have. Really? Yeah, we have it again. Oh. Well. <laughs> FYI. Great. Um, Big city government. Can we get back to the important yes. thing? Yes. Yeah. Um, is about how terrible this music video is. It looks like it was produced on an iPhone camera. Um, it appears like it's it was filmed at his house. Um it, it's just, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. So you're saying it's like every John Travolta movie over the past okay, decade? Okay, but there's, okay, Grease was a good movie. Saturday Fever, fine, good so movie. So it's a reprise of Grease. You remember but Olivia Newton-John yes. and John Travolta Thank were... You, Jamie. No, but yeah, when you say Olivia Newton-John and, and, and John Travolta are together, you don't mean no, together, no, no, no. together. They're, they're well, there just, is hints at no. the end that they're kissing and stuff like that. <laughs> there's oh, wow. not. At the, la- the last scene. Jamie, I, they're actors. They, they're I, I just have to say this. You know, John Travolta's had some... Uh, PR issues recently about uh, lawsuits against him for certain types of massages he may or may right, not and have whether had. or not he would actually like Olivia Newton John. This doesn't help. This doesn't help. I kind of, I kind of, I, I, I liked the video. I know we're all making fun <laughs> it's of it. Not but possible. I you mean no, like on Facebook? It's honestly not possible. As, you didn't watch it then. Yeah, as kind of, uh, you know, as uh, an older gay man with painted on hair and a private jet, I actually kind of related to it. <laughs> So, I mean, we're all making fun of it. It's, really it's, got, a, it's got a catchy tune. Just to be clear, when Will walked into this podcast, he said, what are we talking about today? Because I know nothing about what we're talking about. And I told him. But that was a perfect description of the video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, it is it is frightful video. I, I can't believe this was made. And uh, they have PR agents. I don't know if Livy Newton-John is a PR agent anymore. I'm not, I don't know if she actually makes money in show business. But certainly, I'll, I don't uh, know how you know, actually, a lot either. of people don't know she's actually an Australian MP. 
Is she? Well, yeah. Not. Yeah, she is. Well, this could end in that, too, as well. It's going to end a lot of things. <laughs> it's a lot of liability. I thought she was the, uh, she's Australian Prime Minister, I thought. And, uh, no, no, she's, she's frequently confused with uh, their, uh, their Prime Minister is actually... Uh, uh, <laughs> Go on. Yeah. It's cro- Again, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't make up... Cro- cro- Crocodile Dundee, I believe. Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. <laughs> I could not actually think of another famous Australian. He, he took over for Steve Irwin. Yeah, that that Rupert Murdoch guy. Oh, Steve Irwin. I'll remember him. Yeah. Yes. Kind of shark attack victims all. Yes. Well, I think we've uh, talked about as much as you can about this video. <laughs> we tried to cover the length of the video, which is three and a half minutes. So there you go. Uh, look for it on DailyCaller.com. I'm sure you want to watch it now. Uh, the uh, Also, in New Zealand, the greatest thing to come out of New Zealand since Lord of the Rings is that they're now training dogs to drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they want to prove just how intelligent these dogs are after they go through training in New Zealand. And they're teaching these dogs how to drive. And we have video of this, again, on DailyCaller.com. And these dogs have... Their paws at what is it? Uh, Eleven and two. Ten and two. Ten and two. Is that what it is? Ten and two. Try the hour off. Driving position, um, and it's actually really cute. Except for our colleague, I guess you can call him that. Chris Bedford was complaining that these dogs are driving in an open field and there aren't any obstacles, and it's not that right. impressive because well, they're just driving. They're cheating. Basically. Yeah, they're also sober. I, I can tell you, I, I just came back from Vietnam, and just by watching the video, the dogs are better drivers than anybody in the country. Uh, and I, I, I don't hold this opinion, but Will did say that they're certainly better than any female driver he's ever seen. <laughs> I, I don't agree with that at all. That was Will's comment. He didn't want to put that in the record. Uh, Will Rollin. Remember, female <laughs> female listeners, to vote under this under the article if Will stays on the show. Note, can we also note a personal fact about Will? Here, no, right here, and right now, if sure. he doesn't have a driver's license and he doesn't know how to drive a car, so yeah, and I, I'm from Manhattan, <laughs> so that gives me a certain, you know, and uh, sophistication <laughs> and erudition. And, 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 and if we're, I mean, I'm, 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 here's the thing. I mean, the trade-off is I'm kind of, I'm slightly brighter than all of you. Because you haven't wasted precious brain power on shifting. Yeah, well, well, no, no, no. Well, no you see, I, I was able to expend those cells on uh, drug use. Meanwhile, dogs in New Zealand are driving cars. Well, <laughs> While we're discussing uh, stupid facts about Will, I think it should also be noted he he also he doesn't drive. He, he also wets his bed. Just <laughs> so this is what this is what happens during the podcast. Yeah. I, haven't had a, I haven't had a chance to, to screen any of our podcast. Yeah, these haven't been posted. I assume. This is the last one. This is definitely the last one. So I just I want to alert your listeners. Uh, you know, enjoy it. Um, save it as a as a keepsake memento. This is this is the last one. We get we get this is Elvis's final concert. This is what the Daily Caller is paying us to do. Mm-hmm. For great. Some, for which is to which is to figure out a way to destroy each other's credibility. It's perfect. It's great. Yeah, devalue the currency. Good plan. Will Will is again picking his nose in the corner. Just like, why aren't you wearing pants? <laughs> so to vote on whether Will and and now Jamie stay on the podcast. Um, and, and stay on the podcast. That suggests a continuing podcast. Again, I'm trying to. This is some verbal jujitsu. Uh, the, the point is, thanks for listening. And check out the, the video of dogs driving in New Zealand on DailyCaller.com. Taylor, any last words? Watch what the did, video. What did you learn today, Taylor? Will is, is now doing cocaine in the corner. I think this is illegal. All right. This is... 
<laughs> this, is so this, is, this is an embarrassment all involved. I want to apologize to Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Vince Colonnese, this uh, podcast has always been his baby, and he's watching it die. Will, put down the gun, please. <laughs> this is not that serious. Play us out, Tucker. I, I'm, I'm stupefied. Uh, knowing this will never be released to the public makes me feel somewhat better, but it's also been deeply revealing, and for that reason, bracing, sobering. I'm searching for more adjectives. Um, I've learned a lot. Thank you. Thank you so much. Stay, stay tuned. We'll see what happens. Uh, tomorrow we'll talk about the fiscal plan. Thank you very much. <laughs>